I need to rely on other people. I can't do it alone. Huge difference. And these can result in things like performance anxiety, panic attacks, catastrophizing, depression, a lack of confidence. And these are just naming some of the more common outcomes. Your life might be being held back and made really unnecessarily more difficult and miserable by some incredibly unhelpful core beliefs about identity, freedom, and performance. And by the end of this video, you'll be able to understand these beliefs in full detail. Hi, I'm Dante, a provisional psychologist from Australia, and let's begin. If you find yourself feeling that you're dependent, reliant on others, that you can't survive happily without the support of another, if you're constantly fearful of catastrophes in the future like people dying, if you believe that failure is inevitable or that you'll never succeed compared to others, you probably have one or more unhelpful schemas in the domain of impaired autonomy and performance. Cognitive schemas are beliefs that your brain uses to navigate the world, which you primarily learn as a child. And a childhood where the important people in the kid's life make them feel overprotected, controlled, where the outcomes of their efforts are like undermined, where they're made to feel incompetent, taught to be dependent on other people, where they're neglected and feel that nobody shows interest in what they do. This is the kind of childhood that creates beliefs about being incompetent, vulnerable to harm, being a failure. And these can result in things like performance anxiety, panic attacks, catastrophizing, a lack of identity, a lack of sense of self, a negative self-image, depression, a lack of confidence. And these are just naming some of the more common outcomes. So let's go through these beliefs in more detail, starting with beliefs about being dependent on others. These beliefs are ones that you have about not being able to handle your life or your responsibilities by yourself, and they result in feelings of helplessness. These beliefs often sound like some variation of, I can't handle it alone, I need their help, I can't make this decision, with of course the implication that other people can make the decision, but just not you. These often come from an early life of being taught that your efforts aren't good enough, where you weren't given the freedom to make any of your own choices and instead had every single choice made for you, or ones in which you were never given full credit for what you did. Instead, the credit of your work consistently went to somebody else, perhaps a parent or an older sibling. Now, obviously there are times when it's not just good, but extremely healthy to rely on other people in life. But maladaptive beliefs really begin to hurt people when you can't make any decisions or take any action independently, or only being able to do so will massively, massively anxious, which then super degrades performance, which then leads to failure, only to then further reinforce the narrative that you can't do it alone and you need to rely on other people. Sometimes in life, you need to be able to operate independently, to make choices, to take care of yourself, to take care of responsibilities. And having dominant beliefs that you can't do that is going to really make life harder and add a layer of misery that just doesn't have to be there. And remember that there's a huge difference between the belief that I can rely on other people or it's good to rely on other people or I have people in my life and I need to rely on other people. I can't do it alone. Huge difference. The next schema pattern that you need to know about are beliefs about vulnerability. And these are some of the most common unhelpful belief patterns that I see with people who consider themselves to be high anxiety. These are patterns of thinking that result in an internalized belief that a huge catastrophe could occur and probably will occur, or at least is much more likely to occur than is reality at any time, and you can do nothing to stop it. For example, the death of a loved one, a heart attack, being attacked by somebody, a natural disaster. They're built off of beliefs that go along the lines of, I'm not safe, I can't protect myself, others are dangerous, or the world is dangerous. These beliefs tend to come from a childhood that contained either trauma that was extremely impactful on the child, or from childhoods where one was raised by extremely anxious parents. And it's important to note that because people might think that their childhood was safe, their childhood was generally okay, 
But if your parents were extremely highly anxious, well then guess what you learned from observing your parents? You learned that my parents who are my protectors, they're the adults, they're the competent ones, well they're scared all the time. Jesus, this must mean that the world is a terrifying, horrifying, dangerous place if even they're scared of it. And it's also really important to note that these beliefs can begin to form before we're even verbal. They only tend to begin solidifying once we can put some words to them in a proper way, which is why core beliefs are often very short statements and they use very simple words because they start solidifying when we're really young, but they can begin to form and influence the ways we engage in the world and act before we can even form proper sentences. So a place that these core beliefs could come from may even be from a time when you were pre-verbal. For example, if the protector figures in your life didn't give the very young you the assurances and reassurances that young you was seeking. And as life goes on, these beliefs tend to do three things. They limit the ability that you have to perform in life because you're constantly burning mental bandwidth on worrying about catastrophe. They suck the joy out of life because you're constantly predicting incoming doom. And three, they limit your opportunities in life because when you're choosing whether or not to pursue a passion, a job, a social relationship, or anything of that nature, you tend to do conscious or unconscious pros and cons lists, right? And these types of belief adds way more cons to the con list than is actually in reality, and they tend to begin discounting all the things that are on the pros list. And because of this, you tend to not pursue the things in your life that would make your life better and they cause your life to stagnate. The third group of beliefs are more rare, but they can be incredibly destructive in how much these beliefs will limit a person's life, their opportunities, their social network, and their feelings of satisfaction that come from the pursuit of values-based activities. These are beliefs about enmeshment and the underdevelopment of yourself. You can identify if you or someone else likely has these beliefs by their excessive emotional intertwining with another person, most typically a parent, and this enmeshment comes at the cost of their individual and social development. This behavior often comes with beliefs that sound like, I cannot be happy without them next to me. They can't survive without me. And it might come with a feeling of being smothered by the other person and almost always comes with a feeling that you don't have a fully developed individual identity. And why would you? If you're constantly smothered by a parent or a partner and completely intertwined with them, when would you have time to have had the opportunity to strike out into the world and begin properly developing yourself and building identity and autonomy? The lean-on effects from this are feelings of emptiness, a lack of direction, a lack of purpose, with perhaps the exception of looking after the enmeshed partner or parent as counting as purpose. Capping off all of these beliefs are beliefs about a failure to achieve. These beliefs tend to sound like, I'm a failure, I'm worse than others, others are better than me. I'm stupid, untalented, and less than everybody else. I'll never succeed. These beliefs normally come from an early life experience or environment where you were put down, belittled, especially by parents, and constantly compared to others. Oh, your cousin is this. Why can't you just be like your sister? You're stupid. Things of this nature. It's a fundamental belief that in the realm of achievement, you are less than others, and you will always be less than others. And the reason why is because you don't have what it takes to succeed, whatever what it takes actually is, and regardless of what the domain of life that achievement could be in. So that's all the schemas and beliefs related to the domain of impaired autonomy and performance. There are five different schema domains. My previous one was schemas on disconnection and rejection. This one was about impaired autonomy and performance. The other three I'll be covering in more detail in the future. If you want an overall take on the schema groups and schema therapy, I've linked a video of mine in the description. If you'd like, you can follow me on Twitch for occasional psychology content streams. And leave a comment if you have any questions, comments, or would like a certain topic covered. But that's all. Thanks for watching. I hope you have a great day and hopefully we'll see you again.
Bye.